Hello and welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And today we have an extra special guest. He is a writer, the writer and creator of the comprehensive WNBA women's basketball newsletter, Here's Basketball. It's Matt Ellentuck. What's going on, Woo! people? Hi, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Of course. How is your uh, how's your quarantine going? <laughs> you know, I just love quarantine as the thing. It's so great and fun. Um, <laughs> no, I'm hanging in. You guys good? Yeah, you know. Just- what can you say at this every, point? <laughs> every day is the same. Every week's the same. Literally. I, I really feel like five years from now, we're going to look back and be like, I can't remember anything that happened at all. Like, it's going to be just a total blur. It already we kind of is. It yeah. really is. Like, today, I went to go have a catch with two of my friends, and we've been doing this routinely. Like, that's our, like, big outing. And it's just, like, a catch? we've done it so many times that... Like what does that throwing mean? like a base like a baseball? Oh, like, baseball like literally catch, playing you know? catch. Okay, <laughs> like literally playing like throwing baseball around. It is the same thing. It's so boring. And today <laughs> it like monsooned on us like during the middle oh, of it, no. and we're and we were like, oh my god, like this was an event. Like this happened. We're gonna remember it this time. Like this is a different time. <laughs> <laughs> All the, the other time ones that are you just were blended. Yeah. The, the time that you were miserable, yeah, <laughs> just like soaked from head to toe. You're like, I'll never forget yeah, this we're moment. Like, wow, this was terrible, but we're going to talk about it. <laughs> so you're getting those uh, late summer East Coast storms. Is it? Yeah. I, I feel like that would be fun because it would be something different where it's like. You know, it's actually crazy. We were getting hit with like the remnants of the hurricane the other day. Oh, and really? It was, oh. it was supposed to be real bad around here and it wasn't. And I have a bunch of family in New York and they mm-hmm. all like lost power. Trees were down. Like it was crazy up there. Oh my goodness. Wow. The storm yeah, reached all the way to the DC area. That seems crazy. Isn't it? Yeah. I wasn't, wasn't a fan of that, but you can know. you imagine if your power went out? Like what would you do? I'm all I use is like the internet to I've got a bunch of candles. <laughs> I can so like I can I, re- I can read my candlelight. <laughs> I would have been I would have used my uh, entire data plan like crowding around watching like watch ESPN like on my small phone under my covers. <laughs> I would have been so bored. I would have been out of my mind. I mean, yeah, and then you only have until your battery dies. Right. Yeah, it, exactly. <laughs> and I'd be sweating. So, listen, glad that that didn't happen. <laughs> so, um what got you into basketball? Ready for a weird answer? Yes. Mm-hmm. My grandma. Oh, cute. <laughs> like, not going to lie, my family's just not... My family will watch sports casually, but no one in my family more than my grandmother just, like, diehard basketball fan. And she... she so, she had uh, two daughters, my mom and my aunt, who weren't that into sports. And then my mom had me. I was the first boy who was totally into sports. And she just latched on to me and just, like, fed me everything. Like, I had no choice but to care about the NBA by the time I was, like, six. Um, Amazing. And it was, who was and, she a fan and that's of? that's it. Yeah. I, I loved it. That was the sport I played. She's a huge Knicks fan. Oh, wow. Um, and it's really sad. Like, really sad. <laughs> like, this poor woman has just, like, endured all of it. Oh, she's really yeah. been through uh, through a lot. That's a lot of disappointment. Seriously, it's a lot of disappointment. It really is. Did she play basketball? She didn't play basketball. I don't really know. She just always liked watching it, and she just it, like it's wild. She attracts crowds. Like I used to bring her to Knicks games when I was in like high school, and like you know it was just like our thing. I'd, I'd find a game every year and bring her to it. I remember one time. I went to the bathroom and I was like, grandma, I'll be back in, I'll be back in five minutes. Like, just like hang. And I come back and she's got the entire like row behind her engaged in a full on conversation. And they're like debating like the effectiveness of Nate Robinson and like the small ball lineup. And I'm like, <laughs> how is like, how is this happening? Like I left for five minutes. Like, uh, she's a time. She's a time. That's so cute. I love that. Yeah. She's great. She's great. I and love basketball n- grannies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We got to get her on the show. Um, <laughs> You're now a huge WNBA fan, which is how we found you, um, which is awesome. So, how wh- what? How did you get into the W? Um, good question. I think I'd always watched it casually, um, 
And then I interned at SB Nation when I was in college and I loved it there. I wanted to work there so bad. And after my internship, I was like, how can I stay? What can I do? And I sort of pitched the idea. I'm like, no one's covering the WNBA right now. Like, guess what I can do? Like, please keep me. Uh, and they were like, whatever kid, here's like $4, like a year, like go have fun. (laughs) And, um, I loved it. It was, it was great. It was like the perfect, like, I just, I've just always loved basketball. Like anything that can keep me in the game. If I can do that for a living, like I'm sure it's all going to do it. And I found an opportunity with a league that like really wanted coverage. Like they wanted me there, not me specifically, but they wanted media there and they Mm -hmm. wanted the players wanted to talk to people. There were so many stories that hadn't been talked about before. There were so many overarching themes that were even bigger than basketball that I think like as I was in college and like slowly starting to figure out like what I really cared about, the opportunities were all right there, like everything mixed. And uh, I loved it. And I just, I knew from probably, probably the first season that that is, you know, this is the league I want to cover. That's awesome. And now you have this amazing newsletter that we love, especially because we can't possibly watch all of the games and I feel like you're doing it for us, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah unfortunately I'm 41 for 41. Um, <laughs> who's counting? That's impressive. <laughs> that is very impressive. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. The, the newsletter um, for anyone who might be interested in the WNBA, you don't really know where to start. You feel like it's maybe overwhelming. It's a great place to start because Matt really kind of breaks down what's going on, this, the rivalries, this season, the players, who's out, like all of that is distilled into a newsletter for you. So it's a great place to start if you're interested, which I know some of our some of our listeners reach out to us sometimes and say like, oh, I really want to learn more about the WNBA. And it's like, well, we're not really the people <laughs> to come to because we're still <laughs> we're learning. New. We're learning. Yeah, we're a, still a new. Lot of us are. Um, the league's yeah. new. The league's new. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we but just started you have last a great, year. You have a but, great beginner's guide in your newsletter that I was just like, this is yeah. so, uh, this is so great because it's even stuff. Even though we watched last year and did some research, like I, a lot of stuff I didn't know yet. So it was yeah. really a good place to start. I appreciate it. That was sort of the goal with it because you know I think covering this league is just a little bit different. It's a lot of people who. I think want to want to follow what's happening. They want to follow like a, a new basketball league, but it's really intimidating just to start something that you haven't watched before. You're you don't know who the star players are. You don't know anybody's personalities. You don't know which teams hate each other. Um, right. It's just like a brand new crop of people. So I think that's what I was kind of going for. And like, hey, I think a lot of people have interest in this now. Like, what is a way that I can you know help like help make new fans out of this. So what's a storyline that's happening right now that you think people should really pay attention to either a one player or a team? Good question. Uh, There's a lot happening. (laughs) I Uh, know this is probably putting you on the spot a little bit. Sorry about that. A little bit. Well, I honestly, if yesterday's injury didn't happen, I would have just been screaming Diana's Tarasi's name over and over and over again. Cause she is like, I mean, she is the leading scorer of all time in the league. She's the biggest shit talker I've ever been around in my entire <laughs> life. She's the coolest person ever. Have you uh, met her? I have. I oh have. my god! Wow. So jealous. The thing, and you know what? Like the thing about Diana that's crazy is Diana has no clue who I am at all. But whenever we talk, it's like she she locks in. Like I, I covered the NBA. Also, I was in NBA locker rooms, and those guys are just like you know, they, they, they have all the attention in the world and they don't really need media, a lot of them. So they're, they're in and out, like whatever is like legally obligated. They're like, all right, uh, it's been exactly, you know, 300 seconds. That's what my contract says. And they're <laughs> darting. Um, but Diana's the coolest person in the world, despite being one of the best players ever, one of the most well-known just athletes out there. Uh, she really makes an effort to have real conversations with everybody and she'll stick around longer than anybody expects her to. She's wow. just like the coolest person. Like she, I'll never forget it. Like one of the first times I talked to her, she, she said afterwards, she's like, thanks for, thanks for talking to me. And I was like, are you fucking kidding? Like <laughs> you're thanking, you're thanking me. Like this is going to be logged in my brain for forever. Like, uh, she's awesome. I hate that she's hurt. And I, and it's, uh, it's good news that, uh, her injury does not relate to the back surgery she had that kept her out of all of last season. So maybe she'll be back. Um, but between her and Candace Parker, 
who also did not have a great season last year. She was banged up with a, a bunch of injuries and she looks amazing. Yeah. I think that's those two for me are like the big, like, yo, like the WNBA legends are healthy and amazing. Like if you want to jump in right now, like this is the time, like watch them before they retire. Yeah, definitely. So the, we often talk about how many amazing names are in the WNBA for some reason. I don't know why there's so many like almost fake sounding perfect names that players have. I know, I know where we're going here. I know where we're going. Do here. You, well, do you have a name that you're like, this is, this is amazing. <laughs> the best, all right. The best name in all of sports is Ariel powers. There's just yes. no other. <laughs> so there, good. Is, there is no name and it fits her. Like it's so yeah. fits her. Like she is this like, ball of energy who can just barrel through people she also is on that level of will talk shit to anyone about anything she was she was cursing out like people logging stats on the sideline inside of the bubble like yesterday or two days ago whatever it was (laughs) like she had a crazy good and one play and there were no fans who she usually hypes up she's talking to like kevin who's like typing in like aerial power score two points like on the (laughs) sideline um but but Ariel is, is it's her name. I mean, it's perfect. That that's yeah, a great answer. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Jordan Canada. I I just love that as a name. Another great name. Yeah, and great perfect. player. Yeah. Um, I I love alliteration, and there's tons of good alliteration in uh player names. But one that I love is Karima Christmas Kelly, who is great not name. playing in the bubble right now. Great but name. Um, Diamond to Shields. Come on. Oh, amazing. <laughs> also, another star name. Amazing. You you have a kid named Diamond to Shields and you know she's going to be like MVP. Like, she's going to be no great. Other way. Yeah. <laughs> and there's way more, but... So, are you, are you a Mystics fan? It's weird. The way I follow sports, I've never been like really a fan of a team. I'm always like, I'm attached to like one player, whether it's because of like the person they are or the player they are. Like I just follow that player. That's sort of how I've always been. But Mm -hmm. I'm in DC. So I spend, even though I cover the league nationally, I'm in usual times always with the Mystics. I do love the Mystics a lot. They are a great team and, and they're building like a real serious fan base down here. Yeah. We're kind of the same way. Um, we we love just following the players and it seems kind of limiting to be like i only like this one team and i hate everybody I agree. else it doesn't make it's sense it's really hard it's really hard yeah especially with just 12 teams you're like oh but yeah. i like i like her oh wait but like i like they like crap there's just not enough like there are not enough teams to like hate any of them you're like wait i like yeah. all of them yeah yeah and everyone's moving and I, around like yeah. it just doesn't make sense I do tend to focus on players a lot. Um, and so, you know, I'm if I have like five players on five different teams, I can't root against them, you know? <laughs> yeah, there's listen, we're 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 in the we're in the section where we encourage, okay? We don't have yeah, to exactly. Boo. We can <laughs> exactly. encourage. We can clap for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's very much our vibe on this show. <laughs> we yeah. clap for everybody. Um, you hit the okay. nail on the head. <laughs> That's uh, I don't have it in me to to boo someone when they're shooting a free throw. I just feel bad about it unless it's like Tristan Thompson or someone terrible like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't even have to really boo. So most of the times, those miss anyway. Uh, yeah. Burn. True. <laughs> Sorry. Tristan. All right. Should we get into previously on? Yeah. So we have a little segment where we wrap up everything that happens in a week called previously on basketball. Let's do it. Previously on Basketball. <laughs> Gabe put the right. Mad Men shout out in there because um, January Jones uh, was it's one public- of our headlines. Publicly thirsting. Oh, yeah. Let's get into it. Teased. <laughs> <laughs> Wish me in, Gabe. WNBA players wear vote Warnock shirts in opposition to trash senator slash dream co-owner Kelly Loeffler. Diana Taurasi injures her hip in a game against the Storm. The Suns are undefeated in the bubble as Western Conference teams vie for the eighth seed slot. Draymond Green is fined $50,000 for tampering after comments about Devin Booker. 
Ben Simmons leaves the bubble for knee surgery is likely out for the season. Sue Bird sits out with a left knee bone bruise. Neka Ogumike is one of the most creative people in business for 2020 per Fast Company. Dame trades insults with PG and Pat Bev on Instagram. January Jones is thirsty for Kawhi. <laughs> so let's take a look at what yeah, January Jones her. posted. <laughs> you saw this, right, Matt? This no, I didn't. I'm about oh, to like search it as you guys talk. Here it is. Um, okay, so <laughs> she posted a video of Kawhi post game talking he's not talking about anything interesting it's actually very very boring uh, (laughs) yeah i mean i i love him so much but um yeah i mean he's not he's not saying anything uh he doesn't want to talk yeah but but he she caught or he caught her eye uh she posted the video with five hard eye emojis future boyfriend question mark tag the la clippers and then the next one (laughs) <laughs> the next one just says call me Kawaii." <laughs> <laughs> he's got a family woman <laughs> I was he's gonna got, say that yeah. he's got two kids yeah I don't know unconfirmed I think two um, <laughs> a long term girlfriend he's not interested okay why I don't know why but this just made me be like hey <laughs> leave him <Back> alone <laughs> leave him alone he's a he's he's a he's busy listen i don't i definitely don't endorse like public home wrecking but she she had a she had a shooter shot yeah i mean i i kind of am like and see if he's single first (laughs) before you do that (laughs) i kind of get it because she's just like she saw him she immediately fell in love and now she's just like has to scream it from a mountaintop but she doesn't have a mountaintop she has instagram (laughs) Okay, to to be fair, I am public I'm always publicly posting thirsty things about Kelly Oubre. But the difference is he's never going to see Everyone that. Is. He's he's never going to see that and and even if he does, he would probably just chuckle and move on. I mean, this is like, you know, what if he's like, "Oh, I love Mad Men." <laughs> let, me, <laughs> let me call her and see what's up. He's a huge Betty Draper fan. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, 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 need a, I need a follow-up. I need to, I need to, I want someone to ask him about it, but of course he would never answer a question about that. And, you know, January, if you're listening, which I'm sure you are, please just call us. We'll bring you on the pod to talk about it. <laughs> oh my God. I would love that. I would love that. We could, we could show her a PowerPoint of like all the hot players and just get her really yeah. <laughs> involved. So, someone made that. You guys saw that? There's a whole PowerPoint literally of like, it's, it's one it's a girl who runs down like the hottest players on each team it like blew up at the end of last nba season <laughs> no i didn't see that we no uh, we yeah. didn't i haven't seen that but we did we did something similar impressive. we did something similar um where we did at a live show yeah we did a live show <laughs> where we presented a powerpoint of uh our nba all-star cuties which is kind of the same thing um although to be a cutie you can't just be hot it's also like you have to be a good person. You have to like give a shit about the community or like do something nice for someone else. Be a good just buying, yeah. Instead of just buying Lamborghinis or whatever, like, you know, we got, <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot I'm of, glad criteria. You guys are, I'm glad you set some standards. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. But they also have to be, you know, they have to be cute. <laughs> Let's dive into this. Um, Dame, uh, Clippers beef that oh my happened. God. Uh, the Clippers won, uh, but it was quite a battle against the Trailblazers. Let's watch the clip of uh, Marcus Morris and Pat Bev at the end of the game. <laughs> they like- are freaking out. <laughs> They're climbing over barriers, screaming. Patrick Beverly Falling fell down. down. <laughs> I love Bad Bev, man. He's, I love him so much. He's pulling Bad down Bev his mask so he can so he can yell louder, which is like <laughs> you're that's not the point of the mask, Pat. Uh, <laughs> they're jumping around. He did a um not in this video, but he was doing a, a Dame Time 
gesture in a mocking way. Check your watch. Yes. (laughs) Check what time it is. It's damn time. Um, And uh, he also did the the wave. The bye-bye. Yeah, the bye-bye wave from the, you know, the crazy buzzer beater that Dame did last season where he knocked out the the thunder and he waved. So, uh, (laughs) you know, Pat Bev's really rubbing his face in it. Um, Doesn't he uh, always? (laughs) Yeah, he he loves doing that. (laughs) He loves, he loves, he loves that. Um, And uh, Dame had something to say about it. Asking me about Patrick Beverly, who I sent him home before at the end of a game. Paul George got sent home by me last year in the playoffs. So they know that the reason they're reacting like that is because of what they expect from me, which is a sign of respect. And it just shows what I've done um, at a high clip more times than not. So I'm not offended by it. Um, if anything, they should just tell you how, how much it hurt them to go through what I put them through in those situations previously. I thought I thought it was a pretty mature response. Yeah, <laughs> I, and t- until we got to the to the Instagram stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. then <laughs> so, it, it kind of got off the rails. <laughs> so then the, the, there's a um, Bleacher Report posted that very clip uh, on Instagram. Pat Bev says Cancun on three, <laughs> three laughing emojis. And then uh, Paul George said, and you getting sent home this year, laughing, respect, fist up. Uh, <laughs> and then Dame says, keep switching teams, running from the grind. You boys is chumps. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I mean, they're poking I at him. Love it. <laughs> they're, they're poking at him. You know, they he, should be careful poking at him, though. Yeah, he's going to release thing, a diss track. <laughs> My thing is like what happens in the bubble, right? Like they're all living in the same spot. Like how like is it is it weird? Is they're it weird? sitting at the same table for breakfast. Oh my <laughs> like, god. They, I'm, I'm like picturing them with cafeteria trays like walking around now. That's not how it is at all, but like I can, that's like the awkwardness I'm picturing <laughs> oh my in my god. head. <laughs> there was another oh, I can't remember who it was, but I watched another clip on Twitter where it was like two two of the guys were yelling at each other and one of them was like, I'm in room three eighty six. I'm in room oh, three eighty six. That was Kyle Lowry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, they are like, hey, what's he gonna he's gonna go over and knock on his door and be like, hey, do you want to play PlayStation 4? Do you have that clip game of I Kyle? Do. Do you want oh, to watch it? Yeah, let's yeah, just let's watch it. it. Aaron Gordon. You a bitch. I said that shit. 836 is my room number. 836 is my room number. Do something. <laughs> that's, that's just someone doing lip reading at their home. It's so funny. <laughs> it's brilliant. Uh, I want to know what happened. I want to follow up on that too. God, should we sneak into the bubble and go to room 836? (laughs) Hang out with Kyle. I mean, we got to figure out which hotel. I'm sure we can figure that part out. (laughs) We can figure it out. (laughs) We can make it work. Yeah. Yeah. We can make it work. Let's also look at Devin Booker's game winning shot that was guarded by PG and Kawhi. Um, Beautiful shot shot here. So beautiful. And the Suns have it. Six to play. Booker, this is for the win. Got it. Wow. Right before, Ooh. right before <laughs> Kawhi and PG are both defending him, and he somehow—it's very—it looks impossible. It was <laughs> a tight game, like, and he, yeah, it looks he impossible. Hit a buzzer he, beater. He pulled it off, and he falls down, and it's a very funny little clip of him laying on the ground looking up. <laughs> And then he went to the locker room later and they covered him in water and everyone was so excited. It's just like Gabe said this before we started recording, but it does feel like a Rudy moment where it's like the small scrappy team (laughs) against a giant. They're probably not going to win the season, but it's just like very exciting to see them undefeated. Devin deserves some happiness while playing basketball. He has not had a whole lot of it so far in his career. For sure. Totally. We'll give it to him. Yeah, I um, I love that the Suns are undefeated, and um, I love Devin Booker, and I love the Clippers, but I still enjoyed watching that. Um, maybe that makes me a bad Clippers fan, but whatever. It was a it was a fun moment. 
It was Listen, a fun the, re- the, re- the regular season games, it's like, eh, the Clippers don't don't need them. Right, yeah, like the Suns, the Suns can take that one. I'm fine with that. Way bigger for Phoenix. Yeah, for sure. And then let's look at what Draymond said about Devin Booker in Inside the NBA after this game. One of my favorite humans. Draymond Green. It's great to see Book playing Love well this and man. Phoenix playing well, but get my Play man my team out day. of Phoenix. It's not good for him. It's not good for his career. Sorry, Chuck. But uh, wow. book, they got to get Book out of Phoenix. I need my man to go somewhere where he can play great basketball all the time and win because he's that type of player. Are you tampering? Maybe. <laughs> Ernie, don't call him out. Uh, oh, so yeah. good. Immediately so good. gets fined fifty thousand dollars for that, uh, which he Worth laughed. Ab- he laughed about on Twitter, which I guess that that fifty thousand dollars is nothing to him. And no. now that video exists forever. It's worth it. Also, NBA, you're lame as hell. Get rid of this tampering stuff. What? What? Like that? That clip is going to be what Devin Booker is like. Ah, uh, now my I've awoken. I now I now realize Phoenix is not the place for me. Like, get out of here. Let Draymond have fun. Yeah, for real. If you're going to put him on the yeah, no, Draymond's not offering any contracts. He's not a GM. Whatever. Let Draymond be Draymond. That's funny as hell. <laughs> it was funny. Um, let's look at Sue Bird's tweet about Kelly Loeffler and the um, shirts that the WNBA were wearing. She said, we are WNBA players, but like the late great John Lewis said, we are also ordinary people with extraordinary vision. And it's just a photo of a bunch of WNBA player or a bunch of uh, storm players, right? Um, wearing the shirts. Great coordinated effort. I, in my opinion, get Kelly Loeffler out of there. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's like petty, but it's also not specifically calling her out. I, I love it. Yes. I love the subtlety. In the words of Natasha Cloud, get her weak ass out of our league. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yes. Fucker. Perfect. Uh, perfectly phrased. <laughs> As she always does. Yep. Should we watch some in the bubble content? <laughs> Sure. In the bubble. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that drop cracks me up. Um, So let's hear Doris Burke talk about what her married life was like. (laughs) I do like being right. (laughs) Ask my ex-husband. Happens every time. <laughs> X. Uh, there's a reason it's X. Huh? <laughs> She's saying that over a clip of John Moran doing a backflip in slow motion, which is makes it even better. It's extra funny. I love her. She's a national I love treasure. Her. Oh my god, I love her. Oh, what um, a dream amazing. guest that would be. Amazing. If we could get her on here. Yes. Imagine. Oh my god. If I have you ever interacted with Doris Burke, Matt? Can okay, can I brag for like one sec? Yes, please. Please do. Okay. So I have not met Doris in person. However, she does follow me on Twitter. What? And she is she is the person, like the person that like I lose a follower and I'm like like my whole body freezes. And I'm just like <laughs> and like I like I have to I have to go to her account and I'm just like like please tell me doris is still there like like i it could be like my mom unfollowing me i'd be like whatever like whatever we'll deal we'll deal with that at some other point but doris is like the one that i'm like is she okay we're good we're good oh my god has she ever interacted has she ever interacted with anything that you posted she has not she's a little bit of a ghost follower but oh listen i'll I'll cut her some slack she's a little busy uh if she wants to throw a fave i'm just saying i'd be here for it she barely tweets. I think maybe she just doesn't even get on Twitter. She probably like. isn't even the one running the account, but don't ever tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> she told me that she's oh, the yeah. one that clicked follow on your profile, so you're good. <laughs> oh, okay, good. I'm glad. No, I'm glad we cleared that up. That's how she's, it went in my head, too. <laughs> yeah, she's just a lurker. She loves to lurk. <laughs> Listen, that's a good strat for some people. <laughs> totally. <laughs> All right, let's watch this video of Luca my baby tiny little baby boy um after he after tiny. a 19 a, a 19 assist triple double versus the bucks 
He says one of our favorite phrases. We don't just stay in our rooms and you know play video games, but like we hang out with each other and we have a great, great group of guys. Great group of guys. <laughs> great group of guys. Oh man, he, another one to add to the switchboard game. Great group of guys. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, great group of guys. <laughs> great, great group of guys. You Amazing. Already got it on there. You already did it. You're the best, Gabe. Who is who is in the second one? Amazing. Kyle Lowry. Oh, that's right. Like Kyle Lowry. <laughs> Doing his weird impression. <laughs> my my baby boy, my tiny infant son, Luca, is um he's doing so well. I'm so proud of him. I just I love watching him thrive. He's, he's an angel. I mean, this he's feels unreal. like a perfect situation for a a guy like Luca. He's at summer camp hanging out with his buds. You know, Bobby's there making him <laughs> laugh. <laughs> They're getting on the court, getting some real work in. He's doing yeah. great. It's so funny when you think about him as a 21-year-old kid. Like, this man, like, all he really wants to do is, like, get home and play Fortnite. And, like, I respect <laughs> it. Like, he's that's just him. Like, this is a full-grown child. Yes, oh. exactly. Very cute. Yeah, I really got the impression in that video when he said we don't play video games that that's what he would want to be doing. The thing is, <laughs> <Not> like, <laughs> yeah. buddy, that's your brand. I'm sorry. You just got to own it. I love his little accent. Oh, what an angel. All right. Um, let's watch this clip of uh, Stephanie Dolson uh, doing dishes. <laughs> <laughs> she's Stephanie unloading the dishwasher up on her. Yeah. she's unloading the dishwasher in a boot and like just melting it out the hamilton song i'm assuming right villa life villa that is yeah uh i love i love that the um w players are all like roommates too you know it's, it's just really funny creating a very cute dynamic Oh, okay. So Brittany Sykes um, has a valid complaint about ESPN coverage. Let's look at this. There is no way I walk in from a whole ice bath and this is what's on ESPN. Marbles, bro. (laughs) (laughs) All damn games on TV all the damn time, dog. (laughs) Marbles, bro. Marbles, bro. (laughs) What the hell was that? Marble I, racing <laughs> competition. <laughs> what? So That's much, a thing. So, much, so many words for ESPN. So many words. <laughs> I'm sure the marble community is like, <laughs> we're fighting too. Up, you know? That's our spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> marble stands want their place. They want their place. We're finally on ESPN. <laughs> That listen, don't don't underestimate like turquoise marble stands. Like they've been here. They've been grinding for a while for their opportunity. Exactly. <laughs> All right, let's watch this handshake between Brittany Sykes and Sydney Weiss. Wow. Very Great cute. handshake. Ends in a dance move. Uh Matt, Anastasia and I have a, a handshake that we crafted over a very long period of time we were adding a new move every time um now we can't touch each other so it is moot but uh man it looks fun to be able to handshake someone you guys can still do it on the screen honestly we should develop a new (laughs) handshake that's more like screen appropriate interesting (laughs) i think i think yeah or what we could do is start a new trend we uh so anastasia and i live really close to each other like she's at the end of my street so we could get you know bubble like literally plastic bubbles and (laughs) shove our arms through and then you know bubble boy i I think it's worth the investment yeah i mean yeah i think at least for that <laughs> we have a bubble boy drop now. <laughs> you guys got everything on the soundboard. Uh, it's Gabe. It's Gabe's magic. Gabe. 
<laughs> well done. Yeah. Um, let's watch the New York Liberty celebrate after getting their first win. So their coach is about to come in. <laughs> and they just spray him with water. <laughs> that was aggressive. What a weird bubble setting, man. Like, it's so weird. Like, just seeing, like, the setup and you're just like, what? Like, that's probably just, like, a little, like, corner of, like, the gym. <laughs> it's like a ha- weird hazmat tent. It's like where they took yeah, E.T. yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it looks like. But congrats to Liberty. I don't understand how they won a game, but they did it. So congrats to them. <laughs> they got one. They were like shoving him too. It was like very aggressive celebrating. But listen, it was a great moment. Though that's like a team of kids. Like mm-hmm. they have twelve players, and seven of them are rookies, and they have a rookie head coach. Like it's a bunch of children running around there. So congrats to them. Welcome to another edition of all-star reviews where we read the reviews that you guys leave for us this one's from tiffany 94 she says this podcast is a slam dunk whether you're a basketball nerd follow it casually or don't know much about it at all Dunktown is the podcast for you anastasia and agata always make their coverage fun and funny while also being unafraid to touch on deeper issues in the industry like toxic masculinity and homophobia Dunktown USA really is the place to be. Oh, thanks, Tiffany. Thanks, Tiffany. If you guys want to be on All Star Reviews, all you got to do is leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And uh, thanks so much. All right. So this week we watched the Atlanta Dream at the Dallas Wings from the WNBA bubble in Bradenton, Florida. On August 8th, 2020, let's meet the girls. Let's go, girls. (laughs) (laughs) So on the Atlanta Dream. Is that Inception? (laughs) Yeah, that's the (laughs) Inception theme. Great. Uh, We have starters Monique Billings, Elizabeth Williams, Shakina Strickland, Benijah Laney, Kennedy Carter, and off the bench, we had Courtney Williams, Glory Johnson, and uh, uh, Blake Dietrich. Head coach is Nikki Collin. On the wings. Nice. We have on the starters, we have Kayla Thornton, Isabel Harrison, Satu Sabali, Arike Ogunbowale, Alicia Gray, off the bench, Mariah Jefferson, Katie Lou Samuelson, and Marina Mabry. Head coach Brian Agler. Let's get into the game. Okay. So. It felt like this was going to be a very good game. Everyone was really focusing on Arike and Kennedy Carter's matchup, right? Those are the big two. Yeah. Yeah. Those are some elite scores. Yeah. And you've written a lot about Kennedy Carter and how her rookie season has been amazing so far. You know, Kennedy is unbelievable. Like, (laughs) all-star level and she's a child. Yeah. It how old is she? She came out early, so she's either twenty one or twenty two. Look it up. Gabe's Googling it. I'm Googling he it. She's twenty one. He looked for her 21. agent. <laughs> Search for Kennedy Carter yeah, agent. Auto filled to agent. <laughs> Who's her agent? Twenty one, man. <laughs> twenty one. That's crazy. Yeah. I I don't baby yeah, that's yeah. a baby. Yeah, she she had the option. She was a uh, she could have played one more year in college, but she opted out. Somehow dropped to number four in the draft, which y'all messed up. And <laughs> uh, yeah, she's she's been like she's been amazing, amazing so far. Probably rookie of the year uh, leader. Six games. That's in, awesome. Seven games in. Yeah this this wasn't necessarily the game to see her perform in, but. Um, 
who were, who were they playing against when um was it the storm they were playing against the storm when she had like she knocked the crap out of the storm yeah, yeah. i mean seattle's the best team in the entire world they're probably going to win a championship i'm not sure anybody's going to come back close to them as long as they stay healthy mm-hmm. and kennedy kicked ass i mean she dropped 35 points which well, i think she was the youngest rookie to ever hit 30 points in a game and she was playing against Jordan Canada, who's like known to be a really good on ball defender. And Kennedy is, she's not, she's not big. She's not, I mean, she's strong, but she's not that tall, but either way she can like, she can create space. She can shoot. She's seeing incredibly off the dribble. Like Kennedy is like a for real player and she's already become the best player on the dream. Yeah. This was definitely not her game though. I mean, I feel like this was not her game. No, she, she she got bumped around a little bit. There was a good defense against her. Like they they really stacked up against her. So she see it's interesting. I think now that we're seven games in, like there's a little bit of tape on Kennedy now. So mm-hmm. coaches are are figuring out that she's really their top offensive weapon, and it's a matter of cutting her off. That's why I thought it was so impressive that against Seattle, like teams Seattle still knew that she was one of their best players, but she was able to overcome it. But yeah, she's a rookie. I mean, you kind of expect that she's going to like hit some bumps. She didn't play terribly, but she definitely got outplayed by Arike. I oh, love man. Arike. Arike is one of my Me favorite too. players. She's so fun to watch. Kill and it. yeah, and this game, I feel like overall, it felt like people kind of got gassed out early. And then it was just like tired right now. Yeah, it's hard. Yo, they're playing four games a week. Like there's there's no break. There's no break. I mean, everything is just like right repetition, repetition. And and these are are players that uh, they haven't been in their normal routine for the last like three or four months. Like these players are used to playing year round. Like eleven months out of the year, they're either playing here or they're going to Europe or Asia or Australia and playing an overseas season too. So this Mm -hmm. is the first time they were like stuck more at home and they're not making nba money like some of these nba guys have their own personal chefs and dietitians and their own little workout gyms and not every player in the w like has that same access so it's been really interesting watching certain players look a little bit more in shape than others like who was able to like get like keys to go work out in the church gym like it's been like it's wild it's wild i don't yeah. you know i don't blame players for being like real tired after this they played seven Definitely games not. in very yeah. short amount of time. Yeah, right. definitely not. And and they were ta- they were talking about which which player was it that had recently recovered from COVID too? It was Glory Johnson. Yeah, uh, Glory. She, she had tested positive. Uh, she was asymptomatic. Uh, well, actually, maybe she's not the one you're talking about because there were they mentioned sure. a couple different players, but Glory Johnson was tested positive uh, before the season started. But she couldn't train or condition at all. She was just stuck in her hotel room yeah. for three weeks, you know? And she still had a pretty good game, but it's just crazy to think about how she, you know, is definitely behind in the fact that, like, she she hasn't really been outside a hotel room. Uh, also, yeah. imagine being trapped in a hotel room in this bubble for three weeks. Like, you're doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, I'm even the level of like isolation I'm in now, which I can still like see people from a distance, you know, but she's in a hotel room, not even like her home comforts. I can't there imagine. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it just seems nope for hor- me. Yeah. It seems horrible. Like you're dealing with being sick. I mean, even if you don't have like bad symptoms, like you're still dealing with that and like, and then you're expected to, yeah, isolate and then perform at a really high level. I don't know. To me, it seems like too much to expect of someone. And yeah. she's on a brand new team this year. So yeah. she's learning, you know, a, as she goes also. It's, I can't even imagine. It's just the expectations are tremendous. And like all of that on top of just like being a little bit out of shape. Like, yeah. how can you possibly be in shape? Yeah. And like being away from your family and all, all of it just combined. One thing I had to keep reminding myself is this is Arike's second season. Like she's still very, yeah. you know, young. Um, and she just was so fun to watch, especially in the second half. But um, also they showed her, sh- you know, little clips of her shooting around before the game. 
And she has so much jewelry on. She has like a nose ring. Like her ears are packed with earrings. She has a bunch of chains. She had a belly button ring. And then she has to like take all of that off (laughs) before the game starts. I just imagine it takes a long time. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Listen, it's Arike. You let her do what she wants. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. So the first half, the... uh, the first quarter was dominated by the wings a little bit. Uh, second quarter, it was going back and forth uh, quite a bit. And by the half, it was 42-41. The Dream were up by one. So it kind of felt like it could have been anyone's game until the second half when I feel like the Dream just like ran out of steam. They looked tired yeah. as hell. Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. Kennedy yeah. Carter was like holding her back a little bit too, which is yeah. I mean, they were forty eight hours out from just playing the best team in the league. So, right. I mean, you got to be exhausted after that. And this is like also it's just a totally fresh team. I forget the number, but a, a good amount. Like, there's a lot of turnover on this team. Most players that are that are in this rotation were not with them last year. So, oh, interesting. Like, figuring out everything on the fly in a pandemic, it's just like I'll cut the dream a little bit of slack, right? Yeah, I mean, the second half, it just, yeah, it just felt like everyone was really tired and the energy was low. And it kind of, yeah, it's kind of, and kind of a bummer. (laughs) The end sort of fizzled out in this like foul, um, you know, stoppage that was just going back and forth. And, but by that point, it was kind of clear that the wings were going to. Yeah, Arike was like, all right, just give me the ball on me on this shit real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Like she always does. She's amazing. I'm really enjoying these bubble games because you can hear a little bit more of what they're saying to each other. My favorite part. Yeah. My favorite part. I heard Candace Parker was talking about it earlier, how she wanted more crowd noise. Like compared to the NBA games, the WMA games are a lot quieter. There's no like fake like fan noise and there are a lot less lights and stuff going on like right the nba has like even the virtual fans that the w doesn't as mm-hmm. a fan though as somebody who's sitting there watching the game from home i love that i can hear everything like i like literally candace probably doesn't like it because we all heard her talk massive shit to a ref <laughs> <laughs> and we heard every single word that she said the other day yes that's but, like, true. As, as like a, a a person who loves watching basketball like that's that's what we've always wanted to see right like yeah we'll get like the we'll get like the pg version of it like from a commentator and be like oh like it doesn't look like LeBron James was happy with the referee there. Like, no, like, let me hear it. Like, what did he say? Like, what yeah, is the turn, back the and vo- forth? Like, turn the volume up. Turn the volume up. We want to hear this every is word. What we're paying for. We want entertainment. <laughs> so I love it. Like, personally, like me watching it, I, I'm having a blast with it. Even hearing, like, even not all the discussions are terrible either. Like, sometimes they're just like, you're kind of curious. Like, what does the coach say to the referee during like the middle of the game when he or she is like, not happy with what's going on and just like seeing that balancing act and like, Oh, well that elevated, like Cheryl Reeves got a tech now. Like that's, yep. She did call that person that. So like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, you, you, I don't know. To me, I like it. Yeah. I, I'm down with yeah, it. I do. I like, I, I don't, I don't like how in the end, uh, I haven't noticed it in WNBA games, but in the NBA games where they're like cutting the audio out, because I'm assuming they're saying something too graphic. <laughs> saying some or, swears. <laughs> yeah. It but that, free. it kind of, yeah it may it kind of is like jolting because you're like what's happening yeah it's like let us have like an uncensored feed why we're we're adults yeah i mean mean, listen i agree like obviously listen if you get to a certain level you got to censor some of it out but if you're just trash talking like that's that's the sport that we all like right like we, we like basketball in part because it's very personal like You know everybody's personalities. There are so few people on a team. There are so few people on a court. Even by, you know, if you start watching enough, you start recognizing referees and you're like, I remember him from last year and Candace Parker got into a fight with that. Like, you know, like (laughs) that's like part of it. The drama is just part of the sport. That's what makes basketball really fun. Exactly. Agreed. There was a really cute moment when um, Kennedy Carter got very frustrated. She said some words, got a tech. And uh, her coach, Nikki Collin, uh, pulled her over and gave her a little pep talk. And she was still heated. You could 
kind of like get the sense that she was like, look, I did what I, ha- I had to do. Like I was upset or whatever. And I was like, I wish I could hear what Nikki Collins saying right now, because that's what coaching is all about. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. like helping yeah. your players control themselves and conduct themselves uh, in order to focus on winning the game. And it was just such a cute moment. Cause she just like put her arms on her hands on her arms and was, was calming her down. And I was like, dang, my, Mike, this situation up. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to, I want a pep talk from her too. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> Agreed. Start micing more people up, man. It's just, that's just, Everybody. it's just better that way. Like we're actually getting the like uncensored real version of like what's going on. I think even like as a person in media, we're asking the questions afterwards and like, everybody can sort of change what happened, you know, like the way Mm -hmm. something happened, like maybe a coach or a player doesn't want to share exactly like what went down, like how, how things actually worked out. Like, let me see it in real time. Like, that's like, that's how moments are created. Exactly. All right. What was the final score? The final score was a 75, 85 wings took it. There was the last quarter. There was a great play uh, where Arike got the ball a defender was like hot on her heels. So she kind of like tapped it to herself and then did a tidy little jumper right around the free throw line. It was beautiful. Uh, Arike definitely uh, pulled it out. So wings win it. um, And there was a little interview with her, with Holly Rowe, where Arike said, yeah, my teammates um, did a great job. And Holly was like, no, give yourself credit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and she yeah, was like was okay cute. i did a little bit it was very cute <laughs> all right yeah i did something how many points do i have all of them okay <laughs> we love a humble uh, queen um yes let's give out some donkeys donkeys we so, probably so, forgot to tell sorry, you about Matt, this we Matt. didn't tell you about, we didn't tell you about this but uh um, <laughs> i'm ready uh, hit me with more segments yeah these are exciting you're <laughs> You're you're fine. We're not worried about you. Um, so the donkeys are awards that we give out for arbitrary categories that we make up on the spot. They can go towards anything um, in the game, in the crowd, in your apartment, like <laughs> anything. Anything goes. Um, we always okay. give out most points, which has to go. <laughs> it has to go to the Dallas Wings. Um, congratulations to the Wings. Um, do you have anything? Anastasia? Yeah, I I want to give um, cool hair <laughs> a cool hair award to Satu Sabali. She had her hair in a ponytail and it was like very poofy, but on the side of her head she had this like very intricate little braid design that was just so beautiful. She's already so cool, right? Like yeah. she she's German, like. <laughs> She listen. There's a quote about her calling Diana Taurasi small, like to Diana's face. Oh, Diana, no. said, Diana, Diana talked about it, and she was like, "Yo, I like this girl. Like, she's real." <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, that's how you get Diana Taurasi's respect, right? <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what she said. She doesn't. She doesn't like girls being nice. <laughs> um, I want to give a donkey to Arike for. Um, Biggest spank. She spanked them. <laughs> she, spent the, <laughs> she spent the whole second half spanking them. So uh, she deserves it. Great award. Yeah. Uh, Matt, do you have any awards you'd like to give out? Yeah, listen, let's give one to Kennedy. I don't know if you guys saw it either, but uh, she talked about it afterwards how uh, her grandfather passed while she's been Aww. in the bubble. Aww. And she, it's tough. Like you, you forget about some of that sometimes about you know, players who they, they have lives that they can't do the normal things that, 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 you know, that we can. So, uh, shouts to Kennedy. She played great. Yeah. Gabe, Gabe do you have anything? Yeah. I think I'll give, um, a donkey, a sales opportunity award to the Bradenton, Florida tourism board (laughs) for (laughs) running a commercial during this game. (laughs) I'm not sure that, Bradenton is the first choice for people who are like missing traveling during the pandemic, but uh, uh, shoot your shot, Bradenton, Florida. You respect, know. respect. This respect. is your moment. This is your moment. 
Exactly. We're all learning about I mean, Bradenton for the first time. I'm on united.com right now typing in <laughs> to Bradenton. I was influenced. <laughs> Listen, let's let's do a pod there eventually. Oh yes. It seems, it seems like the spot. We gotta hang out. What do they what do they keep advertising? Like a little like boardwalk? Like let's just hang <laughs> out, let's just hang out right there. That's like the thing to do in Bradenton. <laughs> Um, I think I want to give best shoes to Nikki Collin. She had uh, some really cute shoes that um, she had painted that had Brianna Taylor's face on it and uh, said, say her name on them. Good job. Great shoes. I feel like a lot of people are, are doing that right now. And it's like, yeah, just keep, keep it up. Anyone else have Anything any more donkeys? Can I give one more? Yeah. Yeah. I, I wrote I also wrote down uh the needs a new ritual award to Arike for kissing <laughs> oh, the ball yeah. before she hits free throws. Yeah, no, they they roasted her one. for that. Don't do that. Please don't do that. I mean, even in normal times, don't do that. That's <laughs> you don't know what people are putting their hands. Yeah. Do you want want to tell Enrique she can't do that? I would. I will do it if I can, like you know, zoom her or whatever. So, so I'm not near her. But I, (laughs) she's scary in the way that she could, you know, crush me. But I, uh, I'm I'm worried for her safety. I want her to do it. I want her to stop doing it. I'm assuming for the same reason that Gabe does, which is that I want her to not get sick. Maybe just wink at the ball. <laughs> Still romantic. Yeah. You can talk to the ball. You can appreciate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love you. Like, thank you. Um, Go on the hoop. Okay. So it looks like the Wings definitely won this one. They got four. The Dream got two donkeys. And Bradenton, Florida got one donkey. <laughs> Congratulations, Wings. (laughs) Yay. Nice. Great. So next week, we are releasing an episode we recorded a long time ago um, at the beginning of quarantine. So we might have to edit out some weird stuff that we said (laughs) that is no longer relevant. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Uh, Yeah. Just remember it was recorded a long time ago, all right? Yes. So don't cancel us for anything that's happened in the last couple months. Um, We're taking a break because it's a goddess birthday. Yay. It's my birthday. (laughs) Today? No, No, next next weekend. weekend. Yeah. Uh, Next weekend. Well, happy birthday next weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Um, So, so yeah, we're doing, we're releasing this episode we did about basketball commercials. Um, It's a, it's a fun, silly time. Um, so look out for that and then let's get into our mail basket today we have an email from connor from dublin ireland (laughs) bad (laughs) accent (laughs) it's hey dunk it says hey dunk town i'm a san antonio spurs supporter and you might be wondering how a guy from ireland latches onto a team in the middle of texas the truth is that when I was 14 or 15, me and a couple of friends thought it was pretty cool that Tony Parker was married to Eva Longoria. And so we began following the Spurs. Even though that relationship eventually soured, my relationship with the Spurs has not. And I've been there through the lows of Ray Allen's dagger three in the 2013 finals game six to the highs of Kawhi Leonard's finals MVP in 2014. All with the extra emotion of watching at 5 a.m. The Spurs are in the bubble, potentially saving their practically dead playoff streak, but I don't have much hope for them. The team just isn't that good at either end of the floor, and with LaMarcus Aldridge out injured, things are going to be difficult. But there's some good young guys on the team, like certified cutie Lonnie Walker and DeJounte Murray. So there's prospects for the future. Long live Coach Pop and long live Dunktown. Bye! (laughs) Adorable. We We love hearing from all over the world. Um, I know Ireland. That's great. Amazing. <laughs> and I love the origin story because uh, it's very similar to my origin story of only knowing basketball players from uh, keeping up with the Kardashians and <laughs> for a long time, uh, just seeing like a glimpse of like Lamar Odom or whatever. Um, so I get it. I, I get it. Um, that's very yeah, cool that you're still, you're still a fan after all these years. 
Um, and we we're, we want to hear more from our international listeners. We, we know we've got some all over the world, Australia, all over Europe. Um, t- tell us about like what are you pay are you watching the bubble now first of all and how did you get into the NBA or WNBA team from where you are? We'd yeah, love I love more. hearing those stories. And yeah. I just watched the Spurs totally annihilate the Pelicans. Uh, so uh, I don't know how that game ended, but maybe the Spurs are really killing it. Uh, good luck to them. Great. Awesome. Um, you can email us at hiatdunk.town or you can leave a message on our cutie hotline 903-420-DUNK. As always, we want to hear about you know, your favorite players, your favorite teams, what's going on, what have we missed? We've got a lot to cover with two leagues happening, so we're, <laughs> we're definitely missing stuff. Uh, and we appreciate everyone that's been uh, you know posting stuff on Twitter and tagging us uh, to make sure that we see it. That's a good way to get our attention for sure. Um, and I also want to plug, um, we've been working on launching a Patreon, which I mentioned on Twitter, and we will always have free episodes available for anyone who is not interested. But if you do want to, um, you want, you know, extra content, we're going to have a discord, we're going to do live streams eventually. Um, if you want any of that stuff, we would love to have you. Um, and we're looking at launching that within the next few weeks. We'll let you know exactly. Um, so keep an eye out for that. <laughs> Thank you so much, Matt, for being here. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Oh, watch the WNBA. We're having fun. We're having fun. Um, We're having no, fun. No, I appreciate, appreciate you guys <laughs> for having me here. Of course. Uh, sign up for his newsletter. It's amazing. Where can people sign up? Uh, if you go to my Twitter page, at uh, Tuck, which is uh, spelled exactly how you think it is, uh, <laughs> I've, got it, I've got it tagged on there. Awesome. We'll link to everything in, in our show notes as well. Yeah. yeah. Appreciate it. Everything will and be in it, there. It's great following Matt on Twitter. Even better to sign up for his newsletter. And if you want a little extra bump, you can pay for for bonus uh, like fantasy tips, right? That's what I'm doing. I'm trying to keep uh, as much WNBA content up for free as possible. So a little perk, a uh, little way to, you know, so I can make a little bit of money doing what I'm doing. You know? Of but, course. Uh, yeah, that's it. You can sign up for free if you want, though. I like it. Good, good. Uh, subscriptions are good either way. They make me happy. <laughs> little, dopamine, little dopamine boost every time I get an email. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. Um, Anastasia, is there anything you want to plug? Oh, my goodness. Um, you know what? I want to plug Kendrick Sampson. <laughs> He's an actor. He's such a good actor. He's on Insecure. And you all know that Agata and I love the show Insecure. Uh, but follow him on social media. He is doing so much good activism work right now. He is a huge part of Black Lives Matter Los Angeles. He is at every protest. He's constantly, it seems like he's constantly working um, to get the message out there and tell our horrible Mayor Garcetti what's what. So just find Kendrick Sampson's um, socials and follow him. He's a treasure. Do you have a plug, Agata? Uh, mine, mine's just kind of along the same lines, which is just, um, you know, a lot of people are getting over, um, you know, talking about or discussing or reading about Black Lives Matter. And it's not something that was temporary. So we just want to make sure that you guys are still paying attention and listening um, and we want to support the league and the players, both, both leagues and all the players uh, with their goal here, which is to really, uh, you know, reach as many people as possible um, and keep it moving to make real change. Yeah. Gabe, do you have anything? You guys always do such serious ones and it makes it (laughs) hard for me to follow. No, not always. I think I plugged Uh, tea one time. (laughs) (laughs) I've been taking a nap once. <laughs> I was going to plug stone fruit. Uh, they're in season Ooh, right now. Peaches, nectarines. Plug. It's that's good a, stuff. That's um, a great plug. I've been sometimes getting you'll pluots. get a bad one. Pluots. Hell yeah. They're so good. I mean, some of those hybrid ones are, you know, 
crimes against nature, but, uh, <laughs> but if you get a good peach, oh man, is there anything better? I love a good I peach. I hate Looks how like drippy, I hate how drippy it is, but boy, it's yeah, you're right. It is stone fruit season. Get out there, get some stone fruits. You guys, you deserve it. You had a hard week. Uh, thanks again to Matt for joining us. And thanks yes. to, thanks to all of you guys for coming on this journey with us as always we love you love you bye bye follow us on twitter and instagram at dunktown podcast i am on twitter at echo underscore mint and on instagram agata monica anastasia is on both as anastasia vigo check out our website it's dunk.town if you like the show write us a five-star review on apple podcast or wherever you listen it really helps us and we really appreciate it we have t-shirts, stickers, and hoodies available for sale at dunk.town store. Thank you to Andrea Tomingas for all of your design work. Thank you to Andrew Clotworthy for our original theme song. 